Hi, my name's Charlotte. Today, I'm going to be doing a book report slash podcast on the book Charlie and the Chocolate Factory by Roald Dahl. Roald Dahl was a very popular children's book author who was known for writing books like Matilda, The BFG, and James and the Giant Beach, and all three of these were turned into blockbuster films. So why is Roald Dahl so popular? Because he writes very simple children's books that many will be entertained by and many understand. They're very memorable, with very memorable language and very memorable characters. So a bit of background on Roald Dahl. He was, an, he was a children's author who was born in 1916 and died in 1991. He was part of the Defence Force before he became an author and he was often paired with Quinton Blake as his illustrator for most of his books. When you think of Roald Dahl, you usually think of his most bestseller and biggest novel, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. It was made into not one, but two movies. First, in 1971, starring Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka, and second, in 2005, starring Johnny Depp. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory in 2005 was definitely the more traumatising movie. Why did so many people like it, though, you may ask, as it was turned into not one but two movies? Well, it's because it has a very simple theme of the underdog always wins the race, which is prevalent in many movies in many decades, but Roald Dahl puts a bit of a twist on it. You see, Roald Dahl could never make a simple, simple book. It's always wacky, with wacky plots, wacky words, and very detailed imagery and adjectives to describe what he is trying to portray in his books. Which is probably one of the reasons that I actually chose this book for the report. It was a book I read growing up, and I remember having close ties with it, and just remembering all of the wacky sort of language and the world that Roald Dahl would create for his characters and his plot to, like, you know, live in. And it was one of the ones that really stuck with me, and I enjoyed the films that went with them. Upon reading um, the first maybe three or four chapters, you can definitely see that Roald Dahl paints a very specific image in your head of what he wants you to see when you open the book. It's a very dreary and very old sort of style of writing, but he also makes it seem very modern and very quirky. Roald Dahl doesn't hesitate when it comes to introducing his characters in the most upfront way possible. He literally lists the characters at the beginning, their names and their relation and ties to Charlie Bucket, our main protagonist. Another impression that I get from this book is that it is very childlike and it's very easy to read to a child and have a child, you know, understand and be able to see visions and understand and a very fun sort of way of describing a character and a plot and a all this stuff. And in the beginning, we have another factor that is Quentin Blake adding his illustrations to further push the image and the character that Roald Dahl wants to portray. Illustrations are used not often, but often enough to get an idea throughout the book, placed sparsely all over the place. You can kind of understand why Quentin Blake would be the right type of artist to do something like this, because he... He does it in a very sort of scruffy, old-fashioned looking way that doesn't make it too uptight, but also doesn't make it too, you know, lazy and undone. And alongside uh, Quentin Blake's illustrations, we have a lot of crazy and kind of, you know, 
wacky language being used such as like impossible absurd fantastic impossible dotty nonsense all these types of words that really further push a sort of crazy story Roald Dahl's favorite favorite language features to use in books would be metaphors and imagery Imagery can be used to make you smell and be able to see and feel what you're reading in a book. And that's what Roald Dahl really does. He really tries to to make it so that you can taste the chocolate that Willy Wonka makes. And you can feel the type of vibes that he gets off. And it's really incredible to see how he can take this simple concept of a chocolate factory and make it seem believable and... You can actually see the vision. And it isn't just prevalent in just Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. This is what Roald Dahl's career is based off. His author, his his persona is crazy, wacky, out there plots along with, with just outstanding words. At the end of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, there is a special feature that has a dictionary of all the words that Roald Dahl has made up, he has made words for his Roald Dahl universe. For example, this is a special edition book of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory because (laughs) it's special, but basically we have a bunch of definitions such as scrumptiddlyumptious, delicious and lovely, rotsum, when something starts rotting and getting a bit manky, and telly telly bunkum box, the BFG's word for television. And make sure, you guys, you don't forget the syllables. Well, uh, that seems like that's all we have time for today. Tune in next episode to find out more about plots, characters, incidents, and predictions for the film slash book. I meant the book. Not the movies. Movies are better than... Books are better than the movies. Thanks for listening. I'm done.